What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Just real quick, just like I usually say, thank you guys all for the support. I know I haven't been tweeting that much on either Twitter account. Uh, I've been posting a little bit on Instagram, but I haven't really been as active on social media. And all the people that have reached out after the, uh, the previous episodes, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, last week I mentioned I wasn't going to be at TwitchCon. I had my reasons for not going and other reasons I didn't want to get into. Uh, but apparently we, we missed some events that happened at TwitchCon. And there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on real, you know, pretty quickly in this, you know, I, I was not aware of what happened until I made it. I made a tweet said, I hope everybody at TwitchCon had a good time. And I do. If you guys went to TwitchCon, you're hearing this. I hope you guys had a great time. I hope you guys got to meet people that you have online relationships with or friendships. And you guys got to see in person that you guys are all the same people and had a great time even if you didn't go to the event if you're just in san diego for the festivities i hope you guys all had an amazing time but i tweeted out i hope everyone had a great time and somebody responded back and said i heard there was breaking news i'm like what are you talking like what you, what? i didn't hear anything right i didn't see anything on twitter about this and then uh twitch actually released their video thanking everybody for twitchcon 2022 and I started reading the comments in the comment or the, like the replies to their tweet and found out that there was a huge issue with one of the booths that they had. And I'll get into it because this actually was covered by multiple news media outlets. I mean, even though I hate, I, I dislike them, CNN even had a thing about them, but uh, they responded back and said there's breaking news. And I was okay. Uh, that doesn't make sense. I thought like they were announcing something, <laughs> uh, but so I'm going to read this article to you. This is from uh, Kotaku.com. And uh, it says, Streamer breaks back in two places after TwitchCon foam pit accident. The article says, As part of the festivities at TwitchCon, which started on Friday and runs until Sunday evening, there's a foam pit. Streamers have been jumping into it after doing battle on some elevated platforms gladiator style. Some of them have reportedly been getting seriously hurt. Uh, Adriana Chechik uh, has suffered the most alarming injury, which can see, which you can see in the video below. Which, okay, I'm, I obviously I'm not going to play the video for you because you're not going to see it. If you ever see like those balancing beams and you have like the little long foam stick thing, and you get to knock each other off, that's basically what they're playing here. There's two platforms. You're standing on one, the other person standing on the other one. You have to knock them off. Well. Adriana knocked the other girl off. She won and then decides to uh, cannonball into the foam pit. And she is, at, I mean, she looks like she's in pain. Like, it looks really bad, right? Uh, so in the clip, it says uh, she leaps off a small platform, splits her legs, then lands on her tailbone before rolling over and saying, I can't get up. Shortly afterwards, you can hear, hear an announcer say, No, no, she's fine. She was not fine. Adriana later tweeted, well, I broke my back in two places and I am getting surgery to put a meter rod in for support today. Send your support. When it rains, it pours. And I am definitely feeling that rain right now. Uh, she also tweeted out special shout out to the, to the random off work EMT who got the workers at the booth to realize how bad I was injured and to make, make them keep me still and calm until others uh, could get there. You really kept me from crying badly. I can understand. Um, following her injury and a call for others to come forward from her uh, from her friend Eddie Bot, who was the other person jumping in the video above and who says she also hurt her back. 
Others shared re reports of injuries they say they have suffered in the same pit, like a dislocated knee. Uh, and then another injured back. Somebody said, um, "I'm the other." Is she uh, the other girl in the video? She tweeted out, "I'm the other girl in the video with my friend Adriana." She would love to hear from other people who injured in the same pit. Please DM me if you have, know anybody else who got hurt. I fell very, very lightly and still felt a jolt up my back and had pain for the rest of the night. And then someone else responded back, said, yeah, my dumbass fell in after my round and I couldn't walk most of the night. And today the back still hurts. Uh, and then apparently there's an ankle injury. There's a picture of a guy on the ground with his ankle wrapped in ice. Uh, apparently he broke his ankle. That's what it says. Uh, the article continues to say, while attendees say that the pit had remained open despite others being, be, being hurt before, uh, Adriana's serious injury and that it was op open once again shortly afterwards the attraction a promo collaboration between Intel and Lenovo has since been closed both because of the injuries uh, but also because attendees using it had been breaking rules attendees like Eddie Bot say a potential cause of the injuries was the shallowness of the pit that she describes it as being like three cubes deep uh, while Grace says the pit itself goes up a little past my knee and that's it shallow AF that's pretty clearly visible in the video above a foam pit is supposed to shallow you up but these guys bounce back pretty hard and quickly after landing so that's that's the end of the the article but there's another article I want to read it says Ludwig claims twitch has a lot to learn in light of major twitchcon 2022 issues now he does talk about um, you know, the phone pit issues, which is probably the most major news. And I'll talk about that a little more in, the, in, in a little bit. But it says in this article from uh, Dexerto.com, it says TwitchCon was held in San Diego this past weekend with content creators and gaming influencers from all over the world attending the event. However, much of the discourse surrounding TwitchCon has been focused on issues surrounding one particular phone pit. Uh, Ludwig spoke out about the event on his October 11th YouTube upload on Mogu Mail. The video, the problem with TwitchCon included that Ludwig discussing the foam pit and how, despite the danger it had, it had been causing, remained accessible the whole weekend. Uh, I'm gonna skip a little bit, like I, just, I just told you guys about it. Uh, it said, Ludwig revealed how he was in the foam pit without knowing what of any of this has happened and that he actually took part in the activity after injuries took place. Ludwig then said how, quote, they kept the booth open and even tweeted out about prizes and winners, showing footage of the commentators talking about how, how Twitch is all about safety after Adriana and Vanessa were seriously injured. Uh, Ludwig claims the phone pit wasn't the only issue at TwitchCon 2022. Ludwig then went on to talk about the organization of the event. He mentioned the long queues of people outside and how the number of people in, in and around the venue was much greater than the capacity of the venue. As a result, Ludwig made note of how, quote, it was very difficult for people to, with accessibility issues, people in wheelchairs, to even get in a lot of these events. Uh, there's a couple of tweets here. Uh, somebody tweeted, uh, his name's Migo, says, The fact that there were people trying to trample people in wheelchairs to get into the effing panel is disgusting, and security was doing nothing. We literally had to yell at the security officials to let people with wheelchairs through. And then uh, some some girl named Mousy May said, "As a wheelchair user, I can confirm this. I am I am so happy my dad was there to help, or some serious things could have happened to me." Uh, continuing the article, it says he also highlighted how certain graphics with streamers had included the wrong pronouns for certain content creators. Ooh, so bad. 
<laughs> and lastly, recount this scenario in which a female, a female streamer was licked on the face by a patron when left alone without security. While Ludwig didn't disclose who the streamer was, he revealed that the person was, quote, doing a Twitch event and then while leaving had zero security because the security was preoccupied with all the Minecraft people. When reflecting on the event as a whole, Ludwig did acknowledge how the growing scale of the Twitch platform makes TwitchCon much bigger and over uh, for the platform. However, he did go on to add that there are certain elements to the weekend that Twitch needs to address going forward. Quote, Twitch clearly has grown a lot. It's a lot harder to run an event at this scale now, and there is a lot to learn uh, learn from this for them. Generally, most of the weekend well went well, but clearly a few big problems, not to mention, I have to call this out, a lot of bullying, harassment that happened that I'm not very happy with. Now, that's, um, that, that's you know, one person's opinion. Now, real quick, I mean, I want to go back to the foam pit thing, but this whole licking issue, I wasn't able to find at the time of this recording any news on it. The only thing I was able to find was somebody was taking a selfie with a female streamer and I can't even find out if it, I'm assuming it's a guy that did this, but it could, I mean, who knows nowadays, it could be a girl. But the only thing I was able to find was a fan was taking a selfie with a streamer and we, and I can't find out at again, at the time of this recording, I have not been able to find out who the streamer is. Uh, but apparently they took a selfie together and as soon as the picture was taken, they looked, they, they, they looked at him and licked their face and then ran and then basically ran off. Um, that is, that is assault. That is, uh, I, I, I've, I'm pretty sure it would fall under sexual assault. You can't just go around licking people. Uh, now, as for the rumors of no security around, uh, a couple of different people were saying that there was security around, but they didn't see it. Some were saying there wasn't enough security around, uh, but no one said if it happened backstage or on the floor. It's um, there's not a whole lot of information on that story. Again, at this time, I'm doing, I'm recording this like just a like two days after the event happened. So hopefully more details will come out about that later. Maybe Twitch can make a comment about it, but you can't just go around licking people's faces. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry if I, if someone came up to me and do a selfie with me and then tried to lick my face, they'd probably get punched in the face. But anyways, <laughs> but of course I'd be in trouble because you know, whatever the, the, as for the foam pit from the pictures I'm seeing, by the way, uh, they, they, it's a bunch of gray cube foam cubes. Now, if you've ever been to, rock and jump or you know any of these like trampoline places they usually have a foam pit the foam pits are usually like if you stack those cubes up about 10 to 12 cubes deep they are very very deep pits you can tell that this pit they had at twitchcon was only like two or three feet because it's not below the ground you can see what the ground is it's sitting on the on the concrete ground they have the cubes in there and then when and then when they jump into this into this foam pit it's like you're jumping on concrete. I think the foam, the foam was hard. It was not soft foam. And then you only had three of them sitting there. So they can only cushion you so much. The fact that they decided to still go on with this event after injuries, there needs to be something done. I mean, I don't see how the Adriana can break two spots in her back. Uh, unless you signed a waiver beforehand, which I highly doubt they did from the videos I was seeing. People were just walking up there and getting on there and, and you know, fighting it out. Uh, that's a very unsafe thing. And then the fact that you had a dislocated knee, you had two broken, broke, uh, uh, broke your back in two spots. You had a broken ankle and a lot of other people were complaining about injuries, but nothing broken. It's just, you know, they were, you couldn't, it was hard to walk. It was hard to sleep. 
Uh, many different reports came out about this, and people had informed the people at the booth. It's it, it, something needs to be done. Something needs to be said because I checked the Lenovo's, Intel's, all these people that had this booth. I checked their Twitter accounts, and at the time of this recording, there's been no apology, no statement, no nothing. The only thing I was able to find on this was Jake. Jake Lucky spoke with an attorney about um, them being able to to sue uh, TwitchCon or anybody about her incident. This is what he had to say. Hey Jake, so I saw the clip and I've been reading what everybody has been saying online and there's this narrative going around that Adriana cannot sue because she signed a waiver. Now, I don't know if she signed a waiver or not and I don't know what that waiver said. However, generally, you cannot waive negligence. What does that mean? Well, if you're a premises owner and you have a foam pit and that foam pit is not designed to handle an impact of somebody falling or jumping in the foam pit, to me, that's negligence and no matter what you put in that waiver generally should not be able to absolve you of your negligence so if i was adriana i would absolutely consult with a lawyer because i think she has a case against twitch and the premises owner all right bye and that 100 makes sense i mean when you sit there and you think about it you know yes you may have signed a waiver let me break this down a little bit if you signed a waiver then it's one thing, right? You may have signed one, but like he's saying, there's negligence. Obviously, that foam pit was not up to quote-unquote code. Like, for example, let's say that they had a pit of concrete. They made you sign a waiver that if you fell on the concrete, you cannot sue or whatever. Uh, that's, you know, that's negligence. It's dangerous. It's stupid. You know, so... <laughs> but, you know, so basically he's saying he does, she does have a case. Uh, you know, in reality, you know... Twitch should have should have shut it down. Intel and Lenovo should have shut it down after all the injuries. They chose not to, uh, which is one of the most wild things of, of hearing from the event. But as for the the you know, for the licking thing and, and the and the phone pit thing, I think they're the two most major news coming out of TwitchCon. There's another one here. There's another one about um, some streamers were felt bad. Um, yeah, they felt bad that people ditched. Ditch other streamers for them. It says, when it comes to meeting your favorite streamer, the best chance you're going to get is at a convention of some kind with the biggest, of course, being TwitchCon. The annual event was held in San Diego, blah, 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 blah. Uh, YouTube stars like Ludwig, Sakuno, and Fuzzly, and Valkyrie, Valkyrie were in attendance, having all ditched uh, Twitch for their new home re recently. Uh, though Sakuno noted that they were, that they, well, Valkyrie specifically was a bit more popular than some of the Twitch stars. Um... He revealed that Twitch fans ditched streamers to meet Valkyrie. Uh, the former Twitch streamer was recapping his time at TwitchCon uh, during his October 11th stream. He said, "He said, quote, people abandoned their streamers' lines to get in line to meet Ray, and it was bad. Um, I feel like the other streamers just hated us. They absolutely hated us. And honestly, kind of a fair, it's kind of fair, I guess, because how bad would it feel if you're like, this is my meet and greet and you got like a hundred people lined up. And then the second Ray walks out, everyone looks over and is like, oh, well, I'm going to get in that line now. And they just ditch the streamers line. It was just like, oh man, this feels bad. It feels really bad. Uh, but you know, it makes sense because you're not, you know, you're not a Twitch streamer. You're a YouTube streamer and you left Twitch, but you know, it doesn't mean you can't go to TwitchCon. You know, it doesn't matter if you're on YouTube or Facebook gaming or whatever, you can still go to TwitchCon. It's still a gaming convention. Uh, but obviously they didn't have an official line like some of the other streamers did. So yeah, I can see why he feels bad. 
Um, in other news, Dr. Disrespect puts Twitch on blast again following the TwitchCon controversies. Uh, the article says, Former Twitch streamer Dr. Disrespect is once again taking aim at the platform that banned him by mocking TwitchCon's many controversies. Uh, TwitchCon is finally over for many. It was a drama-filled affair with numerous issues plaguing the streamer's convention. In addition to the phone pit, um, including stalkers showing up at the event requiring Amaranth's security to get involved. I will read, I will read that article in a second. Um... All this drama resulted in Dr. Disrespect chiming in on the subject, unleashing his signature violence, speed, and momentum on the Amazon-owned platform. Uh, it says, Taking to Twitter, the two-time claim that he'd hate to be the face of Twitch with all the drama going on at TwitchCon. Looks like sixth-grade Mardi Gras mother, mother Sundance. He mocked the streamer get-together, comparing it to an amateur production despite its big budget. At one point, it's safe to say that Doc was hailed as one of the faces of Twitch prior to his mysterious ban in the summer of 2020 that still has the community demanding answers. Uh, while the Champions Club icon ended up taking Twitch to court over the ban, they ended up settling. Sadly, the outcome remains the same for fans who are still unclear why he was banned from the platform to begin with two years ago. Despite the legal issues be, be, being taken care of, this hasn't stopped Dr. Disrespect from... Continuing to take shots at Twitch, having forced him to move to YouTube without an exclusive contract like other creators, it seems like the two-time will, will continue to speak his mind on his former platform and voice his criticisms, especially as the drama continues to unfold, relating to Twitch con controversial 50-50 revenue split. Um, so XQC, someone I'm not a fan of, uh, also had something to say about TwitchCon. He claims that he was harassed by a woman who touched him inappropriately at a TwitchCon after party. Um, Twitch star XQC uh, has his own tale from the event while he caught up with uh, many friends and fellow stars in San Diego. He recounted one moment when a woman touched him without, without consent at an after party. Um, he told the story to fans on his return stream from TwitchCon. The streamer was partying with other stars like Hassan at a club with a woman, when a woman approached him and was being too touchy. SQC told her a number of times to back off, but she kept advancing onto the streamer. She's all over me, he said. I'm talking to her, and I go go to her ear, and I'm like, I'm taken, and she's laughing and stuff. Quote, I did that like four times telling her to back off, and I'm sitting I'm sitting one sofa above her because there's two sofas. I'm just like, try, I'm trying to have a good time and just chill. I'm talking to Omi, and she touches my leg from behind like that, and I'm like, yo, I'm taken. Can you back off? I'm done with this crap. Five minutes later, I'm just chilling there looking around and she puts both hands on my legs and goes all the way up and then she grabs my dick, man. I'm like, yo, are you effing good? He removed himself from the situation to go to the bathroom, bumping into Ludwig who he asked for help. Uh, now there's a video, there's there's a clip here. I'm gonna, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully he says the whole story because it's kind of a decently long article, but I want you guys to hear it from him instead of me. I'm just trying to like have a good time and just chill. I'm talking to Omi. And then... She like touches my legs like that, like from behind Cause she's in front of me. And she like touches my legs like that. And I'm like, yo, like I'm, I'm taken. Like, can you fucking back off? Like I'm, I'm done with this shit. Like I'm getting fucking annoyed. Like at that point I'm just, I'm just getting fucking mad. Like just fucking stop. Okay. And I tell, I tell other people, okay. Cause it's just fucking annoying. Okay. And then, um, like five minutes, five minutes later, Okay, five minutes later, I'm just chilling there again. I'm looking around, and she puts like both fucking hands on my on my legs and goes all the way up 
And then she fucking grabs my dick, man. And I'm like, yo, are you f So, obviously, you hear the frustration in his voice. So, it go the article goes on to say, now, that's just a small clip. Uh, but it goes on to say that he said, quote... I'm like, let's get the f out f out here because I didn't want to do. I I don't know what to do. He continued. I froze up and I asked other people to help me. I started going to the bathroom because I I want to get out. I get to the bathroom. I look behind me and she's chasing me. He goes, I'm not even being over dramatic. She's chasing me. Ludwig is there and I'm like, yo, Lud, uh, or Lud, actually actually help me, bro. He wasn't worried, uh, but now he's like, what's up? And I'm like, there's a girl behind me. I go to the bathroom, get her the F out. He deals with her. I go to the bathroom. And then at that point, I'm molding. Uh, I'm genuinely upset because I think this it's lame and I hate it. I hate when people touch, touch me. I told her a bunch of times that she wouldn't stop. XQC went back to the Airbnb with a number of streamers, but couldn't put his mind at ease, eventually leaving the place to, to stay at 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 his Twitch-provided hotel in the early hours of the morning while he, quote, left some details out of the story. It was an overall disaster of a night. Um, he, XQC wasn't the only Twitch streamer to report an incident Twitch crime with Rising Star, Kai Sinead, uh, claiming that she was also touching inappropriately while out in San Diego. It's unclear if any further action uh, was taken against the woman, but XQC was, was just happy to get out, out the story out there. Quote, it all ended up fine, that, uh, but that night was an effing disaster. Uh, it feels it feels good to get it off my chest and just say how it is. This girl was unhinged, and I feel like people didn't care that much. I got upset about it. It's annoying. Um, so the other article, the other thing that happened at TwitchCon, uh, I I'm not I'm not even familiar with who this girl is, but Amaranth A M O U R A N T H uh, reveals security had to step in after Stalker followed her at TwitchCon. Amaranth is one of the most popular streamers on the internet with millions of followers across multiple platforms such as YouTube, Twitter, and OnlyFans. Okay, that explains it. <laughs> Say no more. Um, that's why I don't know her. Uh, such success online, however, has resulted in some scary incidents for the hot tub streamer. That All right. I definitely now know why I don't know her. Uh, with obsessed fans taking things to the extreme, in one case, a stalker even traveled thousands of miles to try to break into her home. Um, while she enjoyed her time at TwitchCon, even stepping on fans who requested it, the streamer said, what? Wait, hold let me read this again. Even stepping on fans who requested it. Oh, there's a video of this. There, there's a, there's a video of this. Hang on. This young guy says, can you step on me? No way. He's bent. The, the dude bends over in a doggy style position and she stands on his butt. And she's totally fine with it. What? Anywho, I'm going to read that part again. While she enjoyed her time at TwitchCon, even stepping on fans who requested it, the streamer says she had to deal with multiple stalkers at the event where security had to get involved. In a series of Twitch clips, uh, she said that she had to deal with stalkers at the convention and her security had to get involved in the matter. Quote, I have 24-hour security and the security had to get involved because a stalker showed up. She said, while chowing down on some food, just because I have security, that doesn't mean I want the stalker to see me. According to, to her, Mars, her cameraman, told her that her stalker pulled up and had to be dealt with. Um, now I don't, I don't know, 
there's a clip here. I don't see anything in there. She's just hiding in the back. Um, article goes on to say that's not all, though. At one point, uh, says that there were three other guys following her from the hotel, and even more security had to step in. Uh, they they were staring at me and security. Not even my security detail. Like like two other convention security started following us because uh, of the guys who were following us. She explained, "It's been effing crazy." Um, she said that she had three or four different stalkers over the course of 48 hours, making quite the eventful TwitchCon. Amazingly, in another clip, she was walking down the street when she ran into a man who greeted her by saying, long time no see. Long time no see. I mean, maybe you guys talked to the... I don't know. In a split second, the streamer did a 180 headed the other way, repeated the words help or nope. And explained that this wasn't yet another stalker who had found her. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So she probably knows who he is. Yeah, you can't really see much from the video, so it really doesn't help. She was live streaming it. And he just walks right up. Oh, the guy looks creepy. Yeah, he has stalker vibes for sure. Uh, luckily, she was unharmed through the through the weekend, but it goes to show how scary having stalkers can be and, and exactly why she needs security at events like this. Now, number one, um, stalking, no matter what, is not okay. Uh, but it's one of those things where I, I, I personally, this is one of the reasons why I don't. Oh, great. Here we go. We're going to start with some misogynistic bullcrap. I guess people are going to accuse. This is why I'm not a fan of only fans and sexualizing yourself on stream and, and just, you know, all that stuff. Now, now people are going to be like, Oh, women can do whatever they want. Yes, absolutely. You want to go out there and show your tatas? Go right ahead. That's all on you. But. When you look at, <laughs> when you look at a lot of these, 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 not just men, there's, there's women that do this too. There's women that stalk men all the time. It's, it's usually for a sexual thrill. Um, you know, I mean, look at, you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of these crazy people out there usually it's for a sexual thrill. And when you're teasing these men online, they're spending thousands of dollars on you to see your body and to gift you subs for doing hot tub streams and, and going to your OnlyFans and buying all your pictures and uh, and, and and all this stuff. And again, my, and then you're also in there, you know. I guarantee you, sending messages like "Oh, thanks, baby, love you, honey," and all this other stuff. Like trying to be, trying to act like you actually have a relationship with this person and making them feel like that. You're gonna get some really weird and messed up individuals who go out and do this kind of stuff. I'm not saying it's okay. Not not one bit. It's not okay. For these men to be doing this, or even, or for women to be stalking men, and same with the guy that was inappropriately touching XQC, um, but but it's one of those things. Uh, it's one of those things for for women. It's I always make this joke where women sit there and say, you know, talk about uh, respect women, stop sexualizing me, and then they sit there and go, oh, but sub to my OnlyFans, you can see my butthole. You know, it's like. You know, it's like you're sexualizing yourself and you're putting, and usually, and this is my own personal opinion. Someone can get offended if you're this kind of person or not, but most of the time, the men, the men that I believe who are, who are on OnlyFans and paying a lot of their hard-earned money, uh, I think they may have, you know, not all of them, but some of them may have psychological issues. Um, they may feel lonely and whatever you're doing may make them, may make them uh, feel 
you know, like they're not lonely and they just want to be with you and you make them feel like you want to be with them. And then they start doing this weird crap. And that's just how I feel personally. That's why I don't, I don't mess with only fans. I don't mess with, I've, 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 people know my story. My dad used to own an adult bookstore. I grew up with porn in the household that I would find. And it's so funny in high school, all my friends were watching. I'm like, yeah, I'm not into that crap. I'm one of those weird guys. You know, so it's like we it's always been weird to me this whole OnlyFans paying for women's nudes. It's, it's always been weird to me. Uh that's just that again, it's just my just my whole thing. I wouldn't want you know, but there are men out there who are lonely who get interaction that way and pay money like thousands of dollars on, on women and and there's men on there too, women pay money to go see. And then it's it's ultimately the sec sexualizing yourself to people that makes them want to come after you. And, that's, and again, it's not okay. It's just really creepy. Uh, but luckily she has her own security. Obviously. So they said someone tried breaking in her home, I think a year or two ago. So it's, it's, it's very, uh, just a very odd situation. It's very creepy. Um, as for the falling out of TwitchCon, it says fans call for Twitch boycott following serious injuries at TwitchCon. Uh, this is what the article says from screenrant.com. It says there is a, is a growing call to boycott Twitch in the wake of several injuries and allegations of misconduct during last week's TwitchCon 2022. There is a growing call to boycott Twitch um, after the misconduct during the weekend's TwitchCon. Every year, every year since 2015, Twitch Interact, Interactive holds a special event to celebrate the video game streaming platform and its users. Industry professionals, streamers, and ga gaming fans all gather to meet other members of the Twitch streaming community and to try out upcoming games. TwitchCon is usually held throughout a three-day uh, weekend event in the fall. And since 2019, there has been a second European TwitchCon er event earlier in the year. Unfortunately, TwitchCon has been seeing its fair share of difficulties and controversies over the past few years. The planned TwitchCon 2022 or 2020 show, which was held at San Diego Convention Center, which I was at, or I was not at, um, it was 2019, uh, yeah, TwitchCon 2020 got canceled in 2019. We were there in San Diego. Uh, it was canceled alongside the other events like E3 2020 due to COVID-19 pandemic and replaced with a virtual GlitchCon 2020 live stream. Likewise, TwitchCon 2021 wasn't held at all. TwitchCon 2022 would mark the event's seemingly triumphant return to a live venue with the European Convention being held at the RAI Amsterdam Convention in July and the United States TwitchCon returning to San Diego Convention Center in October. However, fans' excitement for the return of TwitchCon 2022 was quickly turned to disappointment and upset. This year's event experienced a number of controversies, chief uh, among uh, chief among which Adriana Chechik uh, reportedly breaking her back in two places, um, uh, jumping into the thing of phone pits. Uh, I'm not going to read that whole entire thing, um, but it's, uh, you know they basically showed. Um, so a phone, somebody basically put it out that is actually pretty, pretty smart. Remember I was talking earlier about the foam pits you actually go to at all these other places. They're usually in the ground and it shows a diagram here. You have at least like seven or eight foam cubes and then you actually have a trampoline bed at the bottom and then below that holding all that up is foam pylons. Uh, so someone said, this is what a foam pit with foam cubes is meant to look, meant to look like not one foot deep with nothing else. Gross misconduct by Twitch. 
And of course, the one at TwitchCon looks like it's just, it looks like a, almost like an inflatable big, huge pool that's only like an inch or a foot high. So it's only like two or three foam, foam pieces. There's no stability. And then people were calling to boycott Twitch because a person broke their back in an unsafe pit. The staff misgender streamers. Oh my God, they misgender someone. Uh, lack of planning leads to dangerous crowds. Sexual assault slash spike drinks that Twitch didn't do anything about. Revenue split. Treatment of disabled people and people getting stalked. Okay. There's one thing I have not I have not looked up yet. I'll look it up right now just to see. Something about spike drinks at TwitchCon. I that now um that happens at every every gaming convention. Um this happens all the time. I'm not, it doesn't mean it's okay. I'm just saying this is not new news. Uh, Mel TwitchCon on Twitter said, I'm sure to, I'm, I'm, I am 99% sure someone spiked my drink last night. Be safe, besties. I want to die. Okay. Um, that's the only one I found so far. Just looking this up. Um, everyone's just talking about, uh, see, in 2019, I remember when I went to TwitchCon in 2019, they were talking about spiked drinks. Like, there's a bunch of articles I'm looking up. Uh, and there's a lot. So basically at TwitchCon 2019, they were giving out uh, beer. And I just found the picture. I remember this. Uh, basically, they had a bunch of beer just sitting there on the table. You could take whatever you want. And there was supposedly, it's been said that somebody was spiking those drinks. Now, um, I'm looking for the 2022 story of that. There's only one person that tweeted out. They think that they were... They were um, Everyone's just talking about the foam pit. Uh, yeah. I don't see anything about uh, um, one tweet about it, but uh, going on with the original article, the issues surrounding TwitchCon 2022 are just the latest in the, in the series of controversies surrounding the highly popular streaming service. Uh, they believe Twitch is falling apart. Streamers like Brooke AB have reported being stalked and sent death threats while controversies relating to gambling monetary scams and even child predators on twitch have blighted the platform this year it doesn't seem like the backlash against twitch is stopping anytime soon especially after last week's twitchcon 2022 event led to injuries allegations of misconduct by the show staff the top priority of any live event should be to ensure the safety and well-being of guests and audience members alike hopefully this new wave of backlash against twitchcon will lead to better treatment and precautions in the future otherwise twitch might continue its downward spiral and lead even more twitch streamers and viewers to leave the platform altogether um so I want to go through this guy's tweet real fast. Who's saying boycott Twitch. Now a person broke their back in, the, in, in an unsafe pit. Agree with that. I understand. I I, I think it's 100%, 100% negligence. I think it was it, not even so much negligence. Okay, well, let's say you made a mistake and then someone got hurt. Boom. We, we realized this is unsafe. We need to put a stop to this now. No, they kept going. That's what my problem is. The fact that you kept going. And you let more people get hurt. And then even after the second person got hurt, you kept going. So that's my biggest issue with it. Um, the staff misgender streamers, you know what I'm going to say? I don't give a crap. I really, that, that, that just to me, it, whatever, dude. With how, how often people freaking change their genders and you want to get mad about it. Such a confusing time for all that. So not worried about that. Lack of planning leads to a dangerous crowds. I agree with that because when i was at twitchcon in 2019 it was pretty packed uh it was pretty packed and then also uh 
going into these venues, like I was there for the roast of Tim the Tatman. Oh my god, when they opened the doors for that, they literally just let everyone trample over everybody and and just you know try and take seats and chairs, and it, it was it was an absolute mess. Uh, yeah, so I can only imagine this one, you know, without having a convention for the last two years, everyone wanted to go to this one so I can see that happening. Um, moving on. Sexual assault, spiked drinks that Twitch didn't do anything about. Okay, number one. I don't know what the story is about Twitch doing nothing about the spiked drinks. Now, here's the thing. I can't really... Was Did this happen at a bar in San Diego? Did it happen at TwitchCon? Because TwitchCon usually doesn't serve alcohol at TwitchCon, but they do at the 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 party, the after party. And, you know, I don't know exactly this whole story, but there's only so much that they can do. I, I mean, I'm not trying to defend Twitch here because Twitch has a lot of issues, but like, what are they supposed to do about the, about the spiked drinks other than don't leave them on a freaking table? I agree with that, but that's, that, that picture's from 2019. So I don't know what happened here. I couldn't find anything about it, you know, with the little, I, little bit I did about it. And Jake Lucky didn't tweet anything out about it. So maybe it was just a, a, a solo person incident. I don't know. Uh, sexual assault, yes, obviously, um, you know, again, this is something that happens at gaming conventions. Again, it's not a good thing. I'm not saying as it should be normalized. It should not be normalized. But you always hear this at every convention. Then you won't hear about it for three years, and then someone will randomly come out, just look like two or three podcasts back. Um, basically, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about it three years after it happened. But uh, if we're talking about the face looking or whatever, I don't know if that happened on the TwitchCon floor. Or if it was a meet and greet line and we don't know who the streamer was because there should always be security there at a meet and greet line. Okay. There should always be security there. Now on the floor, you should have security walking around, but you, you're not, you're not going to have security on one security guard per person to see every little thing. So there's going to be things that don't get seen and there's going to be things that, yeah, that, that slip, you know, you know, slide on the rug and you don't hear about it or see about see about it. It's going to happen. But if this was in a meet and greet line that this dude or whoever licked this girl's face and nothing was happened about it, then I can understand the outrage. But unless there's another sexual assault story that I have not found, if there's another sexual, because uh, I haven't seen anything else on that, then the revenue split. Yes, I get that. It's an ongoing thing. And the 50, 50 split is kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, Twitch is a business and they can do with as they please. I do believe that it should be like a 60-40 streamers should get. Streamers are the ones putting the hard work in. And I and with how much money Amazon and Twitch make, I believe that they should be giving a little bit more back to the streamers. That's my own personal opinion, but I understand that. Streaming of disabled people, I other than the crowd that that goes back to the lack of planning and leads to crowd dangerous crowds. Uh, I don't think so much that they are treating them horribly it's just very bad planning um, and then the chick being stalked in reality it's um it's not exactly my personal thing is it's not exactly um twitch's obligation to deal with someone's stalker uh people are coming to the event they don't know exactly who they are unless you gave them a heads up beforehand uh they're following you outside the event they cannot control anything outside the event they cannot control anything like that. Now they can, you know, obviously if you find out who the person's Twitch name is, you tell them they're, just, they're, they're a stalker, this and that. Yes, you can do something about it. But 
what exactly are you supposed to do when you know this chick leaves the event and is being stalked by somebody outside the event? How is that Twitch's how is that Twitch's responsibility? That's I don't understand that, but obviously I've said this a million times. Twitch ain't going nowhere. Twitch ain't going nowhere. They always have issues with their gaming conventions. There's always something about sexual assault. There's always something about spike drinks. There's always something about people being treated, you know, in a certain way. Like, okay, well, just like, okay, the XQC story, that obviously I don't believe happened at an official Twitch party. That sounded like they were out on the town. They went to like a bar or a club or something like that. So that wouldn't be under Twitch's... Uh, Twitch is only responsible for the convention and the after party that they put on. Uh, I don't know where the after party was this year, but that's 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 their responsibility. It's not anything. If you go to if you go to TGI Fridays down the street after TwitchCon, it's not and you know something happens at the TGI Fridays, it's not Twitch's responsibility to take care of it. Um, now, obviously, if it's a user on their platform, then yes, they can take care of it, but. It's one of those things where everyone's looking at Twitch and blaming them. There's There are some things that need to be improved. I 100% agree. But there are a lot of things that people are complaining about that they, they couldn't. I think the biggest thing, obviously, is the foam pit issue. Multiple people got injured. And you continued. The show went on. And you did not close the booth. You did not fix the booth. You did not consult with anybody. So that's a really bad black eye. Uh, other than that, I don't really think it was all too bad. I think a lot of, I mean, everyone that I know that went had a great time, and I'm glad you guys all had a great time. I'm, I, I saw some pictures from you guys meeting each other. I'm really glad that you guys had a great, great time hanging out with each other, going to have a drink with each other. Some people actually ended up getting an Airbnb uh, together, which is awesome. Um, hopefully nobody was involved in any uh, issues that are going to come up two or three years from now. Uh, it's also one of the reasons why I keep... You know, as much as I talk to people on, on Twitch and social media and stuff like that, I still keep my circle a little bit closed. And if I'm not super close with you where I can talk about personal things with you, there's a reason for that. Uh, until I get to know you more. You know, like there's people that I was weary about before I went to the High res Expo, which was the last convention I went to. Uh, and I was weary about people. And then there's people that I met in person that I really enjoyed their company. And I still talk to on a close basis nowadays where we can call each other out of nowhere. And I consider them a friend. They're not a supporter. They're not a moderator. They're not a subscriber. They are a friend. And someone that I, if I was in trouble and needed somebody to talk to, I would gladly call them. That's what these, that's what these conventions are technically there for. Um, to meet people. Like you can sit there and talk to somebody for years and you know you really don't know them because you just know them online everyone's different online and then when you meet them in person if they're the same person you enjoy their company and everything you basically become friends and you get closer and you guys start you know you guys may live on opposite sides of the country but you guys end up you know becoming really close and then you know can call each other talk about personal things and that's usually what twitchcon is Twitch, yeah i've talked about you know on the last podcast twitchcon is not for the really for the booths they're not really there for, you know, TwitchCon is not really for the events, the little panels they got going on. Twitch Twitch is for everybody to, you're supposed to have a safe space to go to um, that's not in a dark alley of San Diego and meet people that you have these relationships online with. And that's what they're best for. And it's just, it, it, I'm, you know, obviously this podcast was full of like a lot of bad news about TwitchCon. A lot of stuff that went on. And I want to—I I want to make sure that I highlight that everybody that I know that went, I have not seen them complain once. They all had a great time. They can't wait to go back. 
and that's that's what most of the people that went to TwitchCon experience. TwitchCon is a, is a, is is usually a great time. I've been to about four of them, and they are insanely fun. It's great meeting people there. Uh, just the the whole you know everyone has a very similar uh interest in everything you meet some you meet some streamers that you never you know knew before you just become friends at the, at the convention it could just start from small talk and you know there's people you know then there's people that you already know that you meet so uh you know i don't want to over i don't want everything that i read to overshadow uh everyone's experience at twitchcon uh who did not have any idea about any of the other stuff going on you know obviously again i wasn't there so i can't i can't speak for I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm glad everybody had a great time. I'm glad that everybody that I know is safe. Everybody that, you know, they didn't have any major issues, uh, get into any trouble as far as I know. Uh, but I'm sorry. I missed everybody there. I look forward to probably, probably being there next year. Um, and I really, you know, I, I, I hated sitting at, at the apartment over the weekend and seeing all the pictures and everything. I really wish I could have went, but you know, life comes first and i had to deal with some stuff so i greatly appreciate you guys understanding uh that's it for this episode guys i, I hope you guys you know enjoyed it if you guys know anybody that went to twitchcon make sure you share this podcast with them so you can hear all the crazy stuff that happened over the weekend uh and again i hope you guys had a great time man i, I can't say it enough i really hope you guys all had a great time but the best way to help this podcast grow is by sharing it with a friend. If you guys are on Apple or Spotify, make sure you guys leave us a review on your respective platforms. I greatly appreciate it. It helps the podcast grow. We are on all major platforms from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. As always, guys, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace!